0: You're listening to Work Tape, episode 50. Welcome to the Work Tape podcast. It is episode 50. And with us again is Christina Lafferty. We're going to talk about melismas. We're going to do a little mini series here. And we'll just get started right away. Christina, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm all I'm all right. I'm all right. Kind of excited for our little speed session.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it'll be good. Knock them all out. All right, so melismas, we know what they are. I think we just don't know we know what they are. So where we hear a lot of melismas um, are modern pop music, Beyonce, Christina Aguilera, Mariah Carey, Uh, the Canadian one I just talked about, or Celine Dion. It's what we call runs, but they go way, way, way back. And technically a melisma is like, it's when you sing one syllable, sorry, one vowel on at least two syllables. And so where you commonly heard it back in the day was in Gregorian chant. Like we had mentioned halo the halo theme song is literally like one giant melisma because it's all on an off basically the whole entire song. But a lot of Gregorian chant will have actual text, religious text from the Bible. And um, you'll hear words that are basically being lengthened to really long. And if I had to personally make an educated guess, I would say that in Gregorian chant, they're probably lengthening the words by use of melisma that are the most important, a really good song. That's an example of this is the Christmas song, Gloria in a Chelsea's Deo, where you hear Gloria and it goes on for 18 syllables. And there's of course a good meme about that, where it asks how many syllables does the word Gloria have? And it says Catholics, 18. (laughs) And I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, that's so accurate. But that is literally what a melisma is. Now, like I said, you don't just hear it in Gregorian chant. You hear it in modern pop music, but you hear it across the world. And so the website I'm using to kind of give some of this extra information is called notestem.com. Forward slash blog, forward slash melisma, forward slash if you feel like you know checking up on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh different types of music that use it are Arabic music, Jewish music, Orthodox Christian, like we just talked about, but apparently also African and Indian ragas, like from the Indian subcontinent or continent, subcontinent, which I guess makes sense. I just don't think I realized that. So Literally, you'll hear melismas all over the world. And I think that you're probably, again, another educated guess. This is just me thinking. I think you're probably more likely to hear it across the world in, um, you know, actually, no, I'm wrong. Now that I'm thinking of that, I was going to say you're going to hear it more often in folk music, but that's not true. You hear it all over the place. In opera too, actually, you'll hear melismas in opera, especially in songs that are sung by a type of soprano called a coloratura soprano. So you have songs like... Um, oh, I can't even think of names You right should give now. some
0: aural examples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing coloratura repertoire. My friend can, my friend Fran, but I... I was what is called a lyric soprano. Okay, I sing slow and steady stuff. My voice is more like a violin. The coloratura voice is like a flute, and it's like really fast. So I could sing slow melismas for sure. Like you would hear like a slow melisma, and this is more in a chanty type song. Hallelujah. Whereas coloratura stuff is like Really, really fast. You have the Queen of the Night song from The Magic Flute by Mozart. That one doesn't have as many runs. It's more like punchy staccato notes, but there's a lot of coloratura repertoire that has melismas in it, really fast melismas. So that's what melismas are. They're really, really fun. And they're different, you'll notice, from style to style. Like in Gregorian chant music, it's very slow and controlled. I think it's because the music they're singing is very religious and solemn, super solemn. And so it's very slow. It's very reverent. Not that fast music can't be reverent, but it just that characterizes the style. Then in Arabic music, a lot of the times it'll be the melismas will be a little bit Faster, I would say they're really quick. It's um really, really impressive. And it is a lot of the times lengthening words, but I would say okay. it's a little different because it's more ornamental rather than lengthening a word to make it longer. It's just more ornamental to like spice up the word that they're on. Okay. And so some really good examples of Arabic singers to listen to just about all Arabic music is melismatic. You can listen to anyone and hear it. But some of my favorite examples are um, fairuz who is a Lebanese singer, and she's amazing. And her music is interesting because it's not just Arabic music. It is Arabic, but it's also um, some of it Orthodox Christian because she is an Arabic Christian. And then you have Kulfum, who is another fabulous example. She was an Egyptian singer. Amazing control on that woman's voice. It's just phenomenal to listen to. And another one of my favorites, this lady is actually not only a singer but she's also a neuroscientist. So that's pretty sick. And her name is um Dalal Abu Amna. Yeah, Dalal Abu Amna. And she is from Palestine and Amazing. They're all great, great examples of melismas. And it's cool because you'll hear some fast songs, you'll hear some slow songs, and it just gives you a really good idea of Arabic music melisma.
0: So the main ones, there are Arabic ones. There are the Orthodox well, Orthodox Judaism and you know stuff like that. I mean, that came from Arabic culture anyway. Or, Or is it different? It's different, right? It's Hebrew. Um, i would related. say the
1: music traditions are definitely the same similar right.
0: but linguistically they're always separate from arabics correct
1: oh actually yes you're right um i didn't realize you were talking about linguistics yeah hebrew and arabic come from the same language group they're uh semitic languages
0: semitic oh got it yeah. got it okay got it hence pro or anti-semitism okay got it
1: yes Anti-Semitism is specifically anti-Jewish. That's what it's talking about. But I always thought that was interesting because Jewish people are not the only Semitic people. So I was like, you know, maybe they ought to choose a different word. But that's me going on a soapbox. I know,
0: I know. I love how you totally (laughs) went that. But got it. Okay, so yeah, I that's what I thought. Linguistically, they aren't. They're different, but um, musically, they are essentially the same culture. Like.
1: Very, very similar. Very similar, right? Yeah, there are some differences for oh, sure. Naturally,
0: um, naturally. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> they have different, you know, different experiences. The Jews, of course, had their diaspora, where they were kicked out of the Holy Land by God for disobeying, and so they were spread abroad and then started coming back to the Holy Land. There were still a remnant there, but you have yes. people coming back to the Holy Land from Europe, from Russia, from Spain even. And so you have Israeli music that is inspired by Russian music by, um, I don't know if this is politically correct anymore, so whatever, but gypsy music.
0: Oh yeah, yep, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, you. it's inspired by Mediterranean and Spanish and like greek influences too because of all the different amazing places they came from and the different cultures they interacted with whereas you'll get a little bit of that in arabic music where you have some arabic music that's very um influenced by balkan type okay. music so around greece and the balkans and that's very cool too but i wouldn't say that arabic music is as influenced by like Russian music or European music as the Jewish music traditions are. So there are definitely similarities, but there are some differences too. And linguistically, they're very similar. You have a lot of words from language that are not the same, but similar.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I want to get to the the more Semitic type stuff.
1: For sure.
0: But um, my question really quickly, which could also lead into the next one as well. I'm wondering about the dichotomy between scat and melismas. Do you you get where I'm kind of going?
1: I do, actually. I don't know if there's a connection, but I see where you're going with that. And I wonder, and it's funny because this article that I have pulled up just to give me some supplemental material talks about... Uh, it says the two more modern examples are opera and gospel. All right. And most modern music has been inspired by the gospel aspect of melismatic singing. And then it says the entire genre of rhythm and blues comes from the use of the blue notes sung by African slaves. And I don't know like where scat comes in from that, but I know jazz was so influenced by that same type history. So it's hard to say.
0: Okay, let's touch on that next one. That would be great. Yeah. So that wraps up our very short episode today. Christina, thanks for coming. And you'll be here next week.
1: Awesome. Sounds good.
0: All right. Enjoy uh, the melismas until next episode.
1: (laughs) Peace.